Welcome to the Misfit Messengers podcast, hosted by Jenny Moffitt and Amanda Hoshite. Here we are on another episode of this fabulous podcast we call the Misfit Messengers, and we are blessed to have a guest again today, uh, and again, another Misfit Messenger. Uh, his name is Chris Nikolai, and he is a, a friend of ours from the training school and from our session uh, in, in the Salvation Army uh, training school. So Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, we're pretty excited to have you. I I am loving to to be able to catch up with all of our session mates. Huh, Amanda? Isn't that the coolest thing? Oh, gosh, yes. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we don't have a great deal of time with Chris today. He has got lots of responsibilities, um, as as many of us do, as we you know try to sit down and, and kind of hammer out these recordings. But uh but we're going to try and get through as much as we can in a short span of time. But Chris, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came uh, to the Salvation Army and just, yeah, anything you'd like to share? Yeah, absolutely. So the Salvation Army has always been a uh, part of my life. Uh, ever since the second I was born, it I was a born Salvationist. So both of my parents, they were officers. They served for over 30 years. Uh, during their career and throughout their career, we went, we've traveled to many different places uh, that we've called home. So there's not a place that I call home. Um, other, I would like to say if I had to choose a location, it would definitely have to be Chicago uh, because uh, the majority of their officership was uh, served in the areas of Chicago, both inside and out. And plus, I love the city of Chicago. It's just the greatest city in the entire world. In my opinion, I'm pretty sure others will have other says in that, but we're not going to go down that road. So that um, might- it's, always, it's always been a part of my identity. It's always been a part of who I am uh, and what I do. Um, now, my call to officership was not a set in stone one because I was born in the organization. As a matter of fact, I did everything that I could to run away from it um, and tried to avoid it as much as I could. But long story short, uh, God really got a hold of my heart uh, through college, uh, really got to show me the things that he was able to do through my life. And that was simply to reach the people, reach the people with the gospel uh, and to meet human needs in his name without discrimination. And throughout my whole time in college, he has engraved that mission into my heart to serve and to care for others, to love people and to share the gospel so that they may be free with his truth. And so with that mission in mind and with, the authenticator to my calling um i i quickly jumped right on board and i wanted to become an officer for that simple fact that god was leading me at that time to to do his mission in this world awesome man that was like super inspirational i feel like i need to listen to that once in a while just to be reminded that that's that's i mean that's the aim of what we've all call said yes to this calling for right is to serve god to serve god's people uh bring freedom through the truth of the gospel yeah and how important is that still today 
um, with the world that we're living in. That I mean, society is craving for it, believe it or not. They are craving for it. And that's why it's so important for us, again, to answer his call every day of our lives and to continue moving forward with that mission. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Truth is always relevant. Yes. Especially now. No, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, uh, oh man, Chris, you're starting this off just amazing. Uh, So I I don't even have a transition, but what are you studying or reading right now that, because I feel like, man, that is, that's coming from someplace deep within you, right? Your words came from this like deep seated conviction, but what is it that's kind of motivating you studying, reading things like that? Yeah. So I've been blessed to be a part of the life coaching courses that I had to take through SACEP, which is the Salvation Army Continue Educational Program. And <laughs> um, and when I first learned about life coaching, I never knew what it was. Yeah. Um, and I looked more into it and I, I, I felt like this is something that God was leading me to do at the time. Because again, if anybody knows me, I have a heart for people. Yeah. I really do. I love people. Uh, you know, I, I always go above and beyond to help them reach their full potential in life. I, that, that's just my mission. That is my mission that God has placed in my life. And the life coaching courses that, again, I had the privilege to take gave me the tools and the, the way to, to help people reach their full potential, especially their potential in Jesus Christ. So, um, and also too, it has helped me develop my passion for leadership. I mean, if we just took a moment to look around the world, how important it is that we need not good leadership, great leadership. We need a strong, strong leaders who look out for the care of their people. Yeah. And, um, and you know, um, especially in politics, we always love to point the fingers uh, to different leaders in our Congress and our Senate, even the president of the United States saying, well, that's his fault. That's their fault that this society and country is the way that it is. But, you know, what I realized is we could be those leaders that we are dreaming about, that we are craving and wanting. And so I took it uh, this year, this past couple of years, to be that leader, to be someone of a servant, uh, just like Jesus did with his disciples, to spend time with his people and to um, to learn their strengths, learn their passions, get to know them. And um, and learn ways of how you can unleash their passions and desires and empower them to keep moving forward. Because the moment we do that and uh, the moment we keep doing that with each and every person, we're going to set this world ablaze and on fire for Jesus. Um, And and um, basically summarizing it as uh, discipleship. How important it is to disciple one another and to help one another and to uplift one another. So that's been a recent passion of mine is to be that leader, to empower uh, not only my congregation, but my staff, my volunteers, the community members that I get the privilege to meeting, whether that's the mayor, the chief uh, of police or the fire department 
anybody, <laughs> anybody uh, that I get the privilege to serve, I want to learn more about them. I want to know why exactly, what gets them up in the morning and, and, and just inspire them to do just that. Because whatever that passion is, I know God will use, utilize it in uh, mysterious and miraculous ways to touch other lives and to make this world a better place. Amen. Amen, Chris. You know, when you're thinking, of, I was just thinking, that's what Jesus did, right? He met people exactly where they yeah. were, tapped into what their passions were, right? Um, I mean, with, with the fishermen, they're talking about becoming fishers of men, right? Uh, and utilize that for the kingdom, right? By through that relationship uh, building. And um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, especially what I found recently when I've started, you know, being more intentional and asking people about their passions and desires, um, you know, through my conversation, when I ask them about their strengths, what are they really good at? Not a whole lot of them know what they're good at. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's the sad reality because there's a lot of people out there that are not unlocking or tapping into their full potential. Yeah. Um, and I believe it's because, uh, you know, um, comfortability, you know, they, they want to protect that. They don't want to really put themselves out there because they feel rejected or they feel like they're going to fail. And, you know, all these fears that are, uh, uh, going into them preventing reaching their full potential. Um, and, and it it's it's astonishing that um, that people are a lot of people out there are being held back from those fears. Uh, but we all know that once we can overcome those fears and they can just get a little glimpse and a touch of that potential and just put them in that right position to unleash their passions and desires, boy, their confident levels are going to go skyrocket. They're going to do incredible things and they're just going to keep going. They're not going to allow their failures uh, to, to define who they are, but rather shape them and let them be uh, and, and make them into stronger people. I hope I'm making sense here. I'm sorry. You are. If I, you are. Yep. But, you are. Uh, and, and I Chris, oh, what, what I'm what I'm hearing what I'm hearing you say is, um, you know, sometimes in ministry we can we can unwillingly or unknowingly sometimes come into us serving you, right? right. You come, you need, we give you, yay Jesus, right? right? Um, but but what you're talking about is is showing people their God given potential mm -hmm. in themselves. So that it turns from just being a receiver to also a spreader. Right, right? absolutely. You know, you know, and um, and that's going to make communities, families, the church, everything stronger, better things. When you say God has given you breath in your lungs and a talent and a skill, and um, let's just let's just pull off those layers of whatever it is that's held you back. And there's legitimate things, right? Trauma and poverty and whatever but let's peel those things away mm. and let's get to the gold underneath you know See, and that's the key and to um it. so good yeah that's the key to it work with them talk with them build that relationship with them you know let them see uh that they can do what they set their hearts to do um you know it's easy in our positions especially 
with so much going on during our daily operations and tasks that we can just get caught up in our programs and our services by simply just handing out food, paying that rent, paying that utility, just putting on a nice program for the kids and really miss out on the opportunity to really engage and talk with people. You know, there's a reason why people come to our facility. There's a reason why God has put them in our place, not just to simply just feed them or to help them with their basic needs, but actually engage with them, talk with them, build that relationship with them. Because I, I feel like the more we do that, the more people are going to realize the potential that they have. But if we keep focusing on what we have to do uh, in terms of our daily operations and our daily tasks as an officer, uh, we, we tend to forget the true mission of why mm -hmm. we are there. Yeah. It's to help those deeper needs of the people. Yeah. Amen. Whew. Chris, write a book so I can read it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I wish I had that capabilities, but I know I'm not good at grammar. Anybody will tell you that. Um, so my wife is good at grammar. She is. That stuff. You know, that's why she's my better half. That is exactly yeah. why. For the grammar, right? <laughs> well, and for many other things. Of course, yeah. of course. I'm just, I'm just messing. But, but Chris, write the book. Somebody can edit it for you. Like, that's that's fine. Just write your stuff down, man, because it's good stuff. It's and I appreciate your your spirit. Like, you just exude this like excitement. You can tell you're passionate. You can tell that this is a love for you. That it's not just, you're not just giving lip service to these words, but that you feel them, you believe in them. Uh, and that is an incredible asset to your community that I hope is recognized. Because one of the things that we can do in our positions, which is just an amazing opportunity for us, is that we can be community leaders who uh, not just impact those who walk in our doors, but because we get to, I mean, one of the things that I love about my job is I get to go to other agencies, go to other organizations, go to service clubs, go to the government, go to all these different places and speak about what the Salvation Army does in our community. But while I'm there, like one of the things we just had a Chamber of Commerce visit uh, that toured our building and uh, they asked great questions. But one of the things we talked about was how can we as as community mm. leaders because this is a chamber of commerce these are emerging leaders young leaders of our community how can we as the emerging leaders impact our community for the better like big you know big scale like how can we do, do this together and those are opportunities that yeah take advantage of them like use those and engage in relationship building and engage in in community and comprehensive you know working together anyway i could we could chris you and i could talk all day about this community relations stuff because it's a Absolutely. passion of mine as well and Absolutely. yeah wow well the uh, the last question that i have uh today and i keep getting distracted my apologies there is i've got people outside my window right now and i don't know what they're doing so i i'm very distractible right now but what is the best part of what you get to do. And I feel like we've heard some of that, but if you could elaborate, what is the best part of ministry that you get to do? Yeah. So just to 
summarize all that I've said, and this is probably the biggest takeaway, is empowering people. Empowering people, helping them uh, reach their full potential, uh, to encourage them, to uplift them in their lives, to let them know that they're uh, in the world, uh, in the words of Walt Disney, there is a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Um, just to spread that hope and to let them know that they mm. can be someone, uh, that they they can unleash and be this impactful person in the world that can change lives for uh, for the good and um, to bring them closer to Jesus. So that has been the most rewarding, the most um, awesome thing that I get to do as, uh, as an officer is just to simply empower and help people unleash their true potential in Jesus Christ. So um, when you were in your early years, um, kind of um, avoiding you know, your call and stuff. Did you have a person that was that for you? Yes, I had, I had quite actually a few people. Uh, so when I was working at McDonald's, you know, uh, and this was during the time I was in high school. So it wasn't too long ago, maybe about five years. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it was definitely <laughs> longer than that. But um, no, uh, I, I had a lot of, a lot of people in uh, McDonald's who, who saw the potential in me. Uh, mm -hmm. The potential that I never saw in myself. Mm -hmm. um, I always doubted myself. I was always uh, discouraged of the things that I couldn't do. Uh, I kept hearing that negativity over again and again and again and again. And I just let it be who I was. I wasn't mm -hmm. going to amount to anything. So why should I try? Why should I try in life? But then uh, the people who came through my life who has inspired me, again, to reach my full potential, those are the people who made me the person that I am today. You know, they always encouraged me every time that I was down to get right back up. It's going to be okay. Um, this is just a defining moment for you. You're going to overcome, you know, da, 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 da. And they, they've inspired me and always told me that there is this huge potential that they saw in me um, and they, they've helped me along the way to, to unleash that potential. Um, so yes, absolutely. There was people, uh, just like me who walked alongside me to, to say, yes, you can do it. You are more than capable than what, what you think you are. Um, and the more that I've listened to them, the more that I've engaged with them and walked with them, the more I saw that for myself. Um, and, uh, the more that I saw it, the more that I gained confidence and again, continuing to, um, uh, to listen to them and to see what God does in my life continues to give me the confidence to do what God's calling me to do today. Praise God. I'm so glad. Um, and, and one of the things is about continuing that cycle, right? As people were speaking into you, how would you encourage our listeners to be that for somebody else? You know, one of the biggest keys is to listen, listen to them, offer them that lending ear, just let them, let them know that you care. Mm -hmm. I think that it, I think that speaks volume. 
Um, it actually starts establishing that trust and it shows the person who is venting or sharing, letting them know that you truly care. Mm. And when they begin to recognize that and see that, they will establish that trust with you. I mean, again, it's going to take baby steps, especially if this person never knew who you were or just getting to know you the, for the very first time. But it, the biggest step is to listen. Mm. Let them bet, you know, and follow up. Oh, how important it is to follow up with them saying, you know, I'm praying for you today. What else can I pray for you about? I just mm -hmm. want to let you know I'm here. I care for you. Um, you know, you got so much going uh, and so much that you can do. You know, just be encouraging. Follow up with encouragement. Uplift them. It's going to be okay. Let's get through this together. I think those are the two biggest things uh, that you can do is simply listen and encourage. Uh, the more we do that, the more that we will build and establish the relationships and the more that that individual would begin to see what they can do. Awesome, good words, good good advice. It, it's a good reminder for me um, as well, even, even today, I went into my day with my to-do list um, and I'll admit I wasn't, I wasn't people first in my thinking. Mm -hmm. um, so you've inspired me for the rest of my day, Chris, um, just to, uh, to look through the bureaucracy into the, into the person. So I, I appreciate yeah, that. That's, well, yeah, that's why we, that's why we need the body of Christ, right. To sharpen one another. That's and, right. Um, that's right. That's right. And listen, <laughs> I was in the same boat too. Sometimes I'm, I still end up in the same boat. Um, you know, because again, in our positions, it's so easy to ignore the people that are coming in because we're so overwhelmed with the responsibilities that we have, figuring out the finances, figuring out how this is going to happen, how that's going to happen. But, um, and that's why, rather if you're an officer or not, remember your calling, remember mm -hmm. your mission, remember why you came to the position that you're in and focus right. on it because everything else will come into place. Right. And ultimately as followers of Christ, we all have the same, we all have the same calling, right? That's to right. To love God and love his people. Doesn't matter what your title is or if you are our ad, um, a manager at McDonald's, like you said, or, um, you know, a CEO of somewhere, right? I and mean, that's if you are a follower of Christ, it's the yeah, same and, and isn't that the beauty of his calling mm. it doesn't care who you are it doesn't care what title you have it doesn't care mm. of how the world sees you or how perceives you it doesn't care of the titles that you have you can be a follower of jesus that is the mm. greatest title that anybody can have because within that title god will unleash you and wherever you're at and um and by trusting and uh being guided by God, uh, through his calling in your life, you're going to make such an impact that people are not going to worry about the titles or, uh, mm. you know, they're going to work. They're going to remember you by what you do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that's, that's the beauty of God's calling because whatever his, I mean, Jer I can't remember, but in Jeremiah, 
God's plan says is God has a plan for you, a plan to prosper, a plan to be successful in everything that you say and do. And um, I think it's 29 or 23. It's verse 11 around in there. Um, 29, but, uh, 29, 11. Ah, there you go. There <laughs> you go. Thank you. Uh, you know, um, so whatever God's plan is, it's, it's to prosper you. It's to make you successful in everything that you say and do. So whatever God's plan is for you, listen, people who are listening to this, find that out. Yeah. Because that's the moment miracles and wonderful things happens in your life. Amen. So when can you come and preach at my congregation, Chris? (laughs) That was awesome. I, you know, Christmas season is upon us. <laughs> True we got story. things called kettles, and um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. You Maybe know after the first of the year. Maybe in like we're sending we're sending the Nikolais on tour, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you you go through the proper channels, and that's what God is leading you to do, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh man alive chris like thank you for those inspiring words dang uh that's not me that's all glory to him praising god i'll praise god with you right alongside right alongside um wow i got nothing man i i don't i got nothing that i'll have to feel this several times (laughs) you feel that's okay Oh, I just had signed, sealed, delivered. He, oh, sign, he nailed sealed. it. He's, yep. He's, yep. he's got that um, the uh, elevator speech down to a, down to a science. <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, studying business, you kind of have to be a pro at that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't, then I would be really worried about what I actually was focusing in college. So Right. True story. True story. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> Oh, Chris, thank you so much for being on. We appreciate all your, your words. And uh, I hope and pray that uh, God just continues. I know that he's going to continue to bless you. I just hope and pray that you can lean into that and just be, you know, just living to your full potential, right? The potential that we have in Christ as our Lord, as our Savior, as our guide. Yeah. Amanda, any final thoughts for today? Uh, no, I just, I've always known Chris to just be the, a, a joy, um, exude, just a little ball of, of praise the Lord. And, uh, <laughs> I just, um, um, I, I know, uh, where, you know, where are you stationed at? Did you say Marshalltown, Iowa, Marshalltown, Iowa, that, um, that they are blessed to have you and, um, your beautiful wife and your new daughter. And, um, and I just know that God is, uh, doing big things in and through you and, um, just keep uplifting. And um, I know you're about to go uh, to a retreat with a bunch of youngsters. Yes, there's going to be um, a lot of uplifting yeah. through there. <laughs> yes, yes. You're going to break through the teenage angst wall and you are going to empower people for the kingdom of heaven. So Amen. Um, kudos to that. And I'll be I'll be praying for the for the fruit that I know will be there. Um, and just thank you so much for your um, for your encouragement to my heart yeah, and, and Jenny's, I'm sure. Amen to that. Amen to that. Amen. All right. I'm going to uh, pause or I'm going to stop the recording, Chris, but stay on um, just for a little bit. We'll do just have a little final conversation. But uh, I always conclude our, our uh, podcast with the phrase, this phrase that I say a lot, 
Um, if you've ever seen videos on, on Facebook that I do, I say it there too, because it's, it is a passion of mine and it's the, Hey, God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. So friends, we'll catch you on the next podcast. Take care. Catch you next time.